Kingway, Fox, Beardlock is acting very weird. Captain Pike, Cisco's wife, Klingons, and the afterlife. Boimler, Tendi's dog, Ransom is very harsh. Four drive, Black Alert, Giorgio has gone berserk. Teacher, bad left, Edward is an idiot, Fox is dead, Wolf is wed, Chekhov's wearing red. Tita's cat, Kempak's cat, Q has had enough of that, beam me up, make it so, everybody let's go. We are Well, good evening, Trekkies and Trekkers around the globe. Tonight is Tuesday, April 18th. It is 7.30 p.m. Eastern Daylight Savings Time. And I'm your most excellent host, Uncle Jim, flying solo tonight. Why am I flying solo tonight? Because we have an extra special show, breaking news, breaking news, ultra big news, and uh, Michelle Yeoh is going to be returning to Star Trek in a made-for-TV movie entitled Section 31 that will be streaming on Paramount+. Plus. That is some awesome news, and I felt that it was worth talking about with you guys. And unfortunately, my other co-hosts, we're unavailable, so I'm flying solo with you guys tonight, live from Rutland, Vermont. So our phone number here is the same as it's always been, 646-668-2433. If you'd like to share your thoughts or opinions on Section 31, and for Giorgio, or you just want to call and say, yo, Uncle Jim, whatever, give me a call, 646-668-2433 is the number. I'll be with you live here for about another hour, if I can fill a whole hour by myself. But before we dive right in and talk about Section 31, I do want to mention to you guys about this awesome Star Trek convention, which is coming up just a, just a tad over a month from now, uh, Trek Long Island. And, of course, yours truly is going to be there, Trek Talking. We're going to be doing a couple of panels and uh, they have a huge lineup of guest stars. It's just phenomenal, the amount of people that are going to be there. It's going to be so busy. It's going to be so crazy. It's going to be so much fun. If you've ever been to a massive Star Trek convention, just surrounded by a bunch of like-minded people that love Star Trek, it's just pure heaven. So uh, in that vein, I want to play for you guys a little promo spot that Eric put together for us with all the information you need to know about Trek Long Island. Trek Talking would like to invite you to attend Trek Long Island at the Hyatt Regency Long Island Hotel in beautiful Hopog, New York on May 20th and 21st, 2023. Trek Long Island will have a variety of guests ranging from the original series to Discovery, Picard, Strange New Worlds, and beyond. Doug Jones, David Ajala, Oded Fayer, Franz Nguyen, Issa Briones, Evan Evagora, Raven Dauda, Sandy Gimple, Tanya Lamani, 
and Fumsil Satoli are just a few of the guests currently scheduled, with more to come. Enjoy interacting with celebrities at guest panels, or snag a photo op or autograph from your favorite actor. Craving the real stuff? Sit in on science panels with real scientists from NASA and accredited professionals in a variety of scientific fields. Or take in a panel where we discuss how Trek's influence on diversity and inclusion has affected Trek fans and the rest of the real world. Love podcasts? We do too. Meet the people behind the voices from Trek Talking, The Sci-Fi Sisters, Strange New Pod, Women at Warp, Roy's Tie-Dye Sci-Fi Corner, and more. Don't forget to visit the vendor room where you will find exhibitors and authors, and where you can pick up an exclusive offering from Mego Toys. Purchase a general admission ticket or upgrade to the Q-Pass, which offers you preferred seating, early access admission to a VIP dinner and show with actress Bonnie Gordon, and more. Trek Long Island is a family-friendly event with many programs and activities, so bring the little tribbles with you. Let's beam Trek back to the East Coast with a bang. Just visit treklongisland.com for updates and to buy your tickets. We will see you out there. Engage. Yep, and while you're there, please come and find the Trek talking table and stop and say hello to Uncle Jim. I'd love to meet you. Anyways, you can find out more information about Trek Long Island by visiting trektalking.com. That's right trucktalking.com and just click on the little sponsors logo which is in the upper corner and that'll bring you right to the truck long island page and you can check out all the awesome guests that are going to be there also while you're there in the bottom right hand corner you'll see a little blue microphone all you need to do is record a message and tell us why you think you deserve to win a free copy of Star Trek Strange New Worlds Season 1. That's right. I have a Blu-ray copy of Star Trek Strange New Worlds Season 1 in my hot little hand, and I want to give it to you. All you have to do is go to trektalking.com and record us a message and tell us why you deserve to win it. It's that simple. All right? So please head over to trektalking.com, truck out, truck Long Island, and leave us a message, and maybe you will be winning a copy of Strange New Worlds Season 1 on Blu-ray. Okay, with all of that out of the way, what do you say we talk about Section 31? So I have an article here that I want to read for you guys um, from uh, trekmovie.com, and it's entitled, Breaking, Michelle Yeoh to Return to Star Trek in Section 31, TV movie. After teasing the project for years, Paramount Plus has finally announced they will be producing Star Trek Section 31, a TV movie starring Academy Award winner Michelle Yeoh, reprising her role as Mirror Emperor Filippo Giorgio from Star Trek Discovery. Section 31. Paramount Plus is describing Section 31 as a special original movie event Production is set to start later this year, and here is a brief synopsis. In Star Trek 31, Section 31, Emperor Filippo Giorgio joins a secret division of Starfleet 
task of protecting the United Federation of Planets and faces the sins of her past. Michelle Yeoh said in a statement, I'm beyond thrilled to return to my Star Trek family to the role I've loved for so long. Section 31 has been near and dear to my heart since I began the journey of playing Philippa Giorgio all the way back when this golden age of Star Trek launched. To see her finally get her moment is a dream come true in a year that showed me the incredible power of never giving up on your dreams. We can't wait to share what's in store with you. And until then, live long and prosper, unless Emperor Giorgio decrees otherwise. Star Trek Section 31 is written by Craig Sweeney, who was also consulting producer for the first season of Star Trek Discovery, and more recently was the creator of CBS's drama, The Code, and executive producer of CW's 4400 reboot series. The film will be directed by Discovery producer-director Altunde Osume. It is again produced by Alex Kurtzman, Craig Sweeney, Aaron Bearers, Frank Sicosa, John Weber, and Rod Roddenberry, as well as Trevor Roth and Michelle Yeoh herself. CBS first introduced plans for a Michelle Yeoh-led Section 31 project back in 2019. Originally envisioned as a series, in a statement, executive producer Alex Kurtzman said, all the way back in 2017, before the first season of Star Trek Discovery had even aired, Michelle had the idea to do a spin-off for her character, Philippa Giorgio. She broke new ground as one of the first two women on screen in the pilot to usher in a new age of Star Trek. And now, six years later, Star Trek Section 31 finally arrives on the heels of her latest groundbreaking win. Everyone on Team Trek couldn't be more thrilled to have our legendary friend return home to us as we expand our storytelling into new and uncharted corners of the Trekverse. Long live Emperor Giorgio. Long live Michelle Yeoh. Star Trek Section 31 will be the streaming service's first original Star Trek movie. In this statement, Dominic DeMello, Chief Marketing Officer and Head of Data at Paramount Streaming, said, We're thrilled that Star Trek Section 31 will be the next title in our Star Trek universe. Michelle Yeoh is an incomparable talent she brought to Emperor Giorgio to life in such an incredible, fun, and nuanced way that the character immediately became a fan favorite. We're so thrilled to welcome Michelle back to the Star Trek family and Paramount Plus, and we can't wait for fans to see what this special movie event has in store. Star Trek Section 31 is being produced by CBS Studios in association with Secret Hideout and Roddenberry Entertainment. CBS Studios President David Staff said in a statement, for years we've been looking forward to Michelle Yeoh one day returning to Star Trek. Her powerful performance as Captain and Emperor Giorgio was a pivotal moment for the return of the franchise, and her portrayal resonated with fans around the world in a multitude of ways we couldn't begin any prouder, and we're happy to join forces with Michelle once again as we continue to explore the Star Trek universe, celebrate its legacy, and chart a course for the future of the franchise. 
There is currently no release date for Star Trek Section 31, nor are there any details on who beyond Michelle Yeoh will be appearing in the film. Production is set to start later this year. Paramount Plus has also recently announced Star Trek Discovery will wrap up with a fifth and final season debuting in early 2024. There have also been recently renewed Star Trek Strange New Worlds and Star Trek Lower Decks for additional seasons. And most recently, they announced the new series, Star Trek Starfleet Academy, set to go into production in early 2024. Michelle Yeoh first appeared in the series premiere of Star Trek Discovery as Captain Philippa Giorgio of the USS Sinjao. A mentor to the series' focal character, Michael Burnham, Captain Giorgio died in Episode 2. However, you'll return later in the season to play your Mirror Universe counterpart, Karen Emperor Giorgio. Mirror Giorgio returned to the Prime Universe with the crew of the USS Discovery and became a recurring character through Season 2 as an operative of Starfleet's Black Ops Section 31 Intelligence Division. Giorgio also joined the crew as a jump in the 32nd century in Season 3 and eventually exited the show through the Guardian of Kirk Forever with an arc that was designed to set up a Section 31 show for her. Development on a Section 31 series starring Yo was first announced back in 2019 ahead of the release of the second season of Star Trek Discovery. Since then, Alex Kurtman and executive producers of Paramount have routinely talked about work being done for the series, often teasing that an official announcement was right around the corner. Yo herself has often mentioned a desire to return to the character, even as her profile has risen over the years, reaching a new peak last month when she won a Best Asterisk Oscar for Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. It's possible for her new higher profile a busier schedule led to the project transitioning from a series into a TV movie. And that is all the information that we currently have on Star Trek Section 31. I do want to say that I've loved Emperor Giorgio since the first... Well, actually, let's go back a step. I really like Captain Philippa Giorgio um, as we see her on the bridge of the USS Sinjao in the first episode. Of discovery, I thought she was a great character, and she played really well. Excuse me, oh, I'm tired. A long day at work. I really thought that her and Michael Burnham really played well together. Sprinkle in a little bit of Saru there, and it was a really good mix. When they beamed over to the Klingon ship, and she was killed, I was like, "Wow, they killed a great character!" And I was shocked. Later on, she comes back as Emperor Giorgio in the ultimate twist when we find out that Lorca was actually from the Mirror Universe. Awesome twist. No one saw it coming. Outstanding plot. Anyways, Giorgio comes back, and Michael Burnham kind of brings her from the Mirror Universe to our universe against her will. And then we start this incredibly awesome redemption arc for that character, which is a highlight of Star Trek Discovery. Later on, we would see her go to the um, Guardian of Forever, a.k.a. Carl, who sends her somewhere uh, to redeem herself, which she does. 
And upon redemption, Carl sends her to the past, to the future. We don't know. And that's the big question. Where, or rather when, will Star Trek Section 31 take place? Is it going to be in the future where the Discovery Q is in the 32nd century? Will it be in the 25th century where Picard is right now? Will it be Discovery Season 1 where Pike is? Uh, You know, where is it going to be? Uh, Personally, I would like to see it go back to, you know, the Pike era because I'd like to see Ash Tyler in this movie as well. And it would also be great to maybe see something going on with the Klingon Empire and bring back Laurel so we can see Laurel and Ash and, you know, what's going on there. But as of right now, we just don't know. Um, But we do know that Star Trek Discovery was supposed to be airing, you know, right around June, and all of a sudden they pulled the plug and said, nope, this will be the final season, and we're going to move it all the way up to next year. And I got to think to myself that the reason why they did this is because of this. They were trying to work out a deal for a Section 31 with Michelle Yeoh, and they, they had this in the works, and somehow I got to believe that this is going to be tied in to Discovery because that was her show, basically. She started on Discovery. And so I, I got to believe that Discovery Season 5 and Star Trek Section 31 are, they're going to be tied together or lead into each other or, or, or something along those lines. So, um, yeah, we'll have to wait and see, but that would be my thought. Whether or not uh, the show actually takes place in the 32nd century, um, I don't know. Maybe they'll have a flashback uh, with Michael Burnham and Carl, you know, the Guardian of Forever or something to, to kind of get that thread weaved between them. Um, I don't know, but so far I've been very impressed with what they've done with Discovery and Picard and Strange New Worlds. So I have no doubt that they'll come up with something really good, and I'm really excited and really looking forward to it. If you've listened to the podcast in the past, you'll know that there's one scene where uh, where Giorgio and Burnham and Lorca, they're all fighting on the on the bridge of uh, the mirror universe um, uh, flagship. And Lorca is standing behind Giorgio with a sword to her throat. And she kicks him in the face when he's behind her. And I'm just blown away by that. I'm like, oh, my God, did I just see that? And I got to rewind it and watch it again to make sure. And her fight sequences in season two are just, just outstanding um and you know beyond that as well um she's a great actress and i think we are fortunate to have someone of her caliber in the star trek family i also want to mention i've been reading on a lot of star trek pages and i've been hearing people complaining that section 31 is anti-star trek and you know it's too dark and they don't care and they don't want to see it and they'd rather see Star Trek Legacy. And to those people, I just want to say, what are you talking about? You know, the, the first time that we see Emperor Giorgio in Section 31 is Season 2 of Star Trek Discovery when Ash Tyler 
and Laurel have their baby kidnapped and uh, by Coleshaw. And uh, he's trying to take control of the Klingon Empire away from Laurel, who's the chancellor at this point in time. And she shows up in order to keep stability in the Klingon Empire and helps them defeat the, the, the Klingons that were staging this coup and keep her in control uh, because of the stability of the Empire and the region. So I ask you, as a Star Trek fan, that wasn't dark and it wasn't evil in any way, shape, or form. And how many times have we heard Kirk or, or Cisco or Picard talk about the stability of the region, of, of you know whether it's the Romulans or the Klingons or the Borg or the Tholians or you know whatever the Gorn for in, you know on Strange New Worlds, we've heard Starfleet captains talk about the stability of the region or the balance of, of power in the region many many times. And when they go on missions to keep things stable, it's not evil or dark. So why does everybody just assume that a Strange New World show is going to be dark and evil and anti-Trek. I just, I just don't, I, I don't agree with that at all. So we'll just have to wait and see what they give us. But I, I highly doubt that it's going to be dark, evil, anti-Trek. And uh, I'm going to give it a chance and watch it myself. And it is only going to be a two-hour movie. So it's not going to be a whole series. So it, I, I don't know if it'll be just one mission or, um, uh, you know, a, a a bunch of short missions together. I don't know, but I am very excited and I am looking forward to it. And something else that I think is of interest is the fact that this is a made for TV movie. Now, is this technically Star Trek 14? Is this like, um, you know, the next Star Trek movie? Um, I don't think so. Not in my opinion. Anyways, I think that, we saw short treks, which was spectacular, and now we're seeing a long trek. I'm just going to call it long treks. And this is basically just a, a two-hour made-for-TV movie. And I think this opens up a plethora of possibilities. If this, if this actually works out, you know, we could easily see, like, a Captain Sulu thing or a Warp Robbie type of two-hour or maybe even a Captain Shaw on the USS Titan made-for-TV movie. I mean, there's there's just, we could see an Enterprise C movie. Um, they could give us anything if this works out. They could do two-hour movies on individual things. Maybe we'll actually, maybe we'll actually see Khan Alpha Seti 5, you know. Um, Nicholas Meyer wrote it. They said it was too short. And they were going to make it into a podcast drama. Well, if this Section 31 movie works out, maybe we'll actually see that as a, a miniseries or, or a movie. Maybe they'll trim it down from three parts to two, and we'll get to see a movie. So I think this is great news for Star Trek fans and Star Trek in general because it gives them another genre uh, to play in. It just gives them another canvas. You know, and I think that's great. The more, the more different Star Trek that we have, the better it is for fans. Now, I know there's a lot of fans out there right now that are clamoring for, you know, 
we love Star Trek Picard season three. We didn't like season one. We didn't like season two. We, we don't like Discovery, um, but we do like Strange New World, and we do like Picard season three, and that, that's great. But Star Trek Picard season three isn't really anything new or different, and Strange New Worlds kind of falls into that um, a little bit. But I think, you know, what we need is new Star Trek. We need different Star Trek, not the same old thing that we all feel comfortable with. And I'm not knocking Picard season three because, trust me, guys, I'm loving it. I, I, I was there from the beginning, saw Patrick Store at his very first Star Trek convention. I love those guys. I love them all. And, and, and I'm so um, thrilled, thrilled that they're getting a final season together. But, you know, I want to see, you know, something new. And I think Strange New Worlds, I mean, not Strange New Worlds, Section 31, excuse me, I'm old and tired. Uh, Strange New Worlds, I did it again. Strange New Worlds. Section 31 is going to be just that. It's going to be something new, something different that we've never seen before. And that's what Star Trek needs to do if it's going to survive and stay relevant. We can't keep back to the past and going into our comfort zone. We have to step outside the box. And if we're not willing to do that, then what's the point? Why, why, why are we Star Trek fans if we're not willing to do that? If we just want to keep seeing the familiar and the comfortable and we don't want to, you know, go into something new or different, you know, and that's what Star Trek is all about. And that's what I want to see. I keep hearing about this Star Trek legacy stuff and um you know it could be interesting and i i really did like captain shaw i was pretty upset when they killed him on um on the, the last episode but um you know you know what are they going to do are there, are people want to see a, a captain shaw uh i mean well now it would be captain seven and they want to see geordie on the sh- on the crew they want to bring soji brack they want to bring elnor back you know we want to see Tuvok back. We want to see Admiral Janeway back. Why don't we bring back Cisco too? How come O'Brien's not there? I mean, where do you draw the line? You know, at what point? You know, we need something new and something different. And Section 31 is that show, I'm hoping. Our phone number here is 646-668-2433. Uh, give me a call. I'd love to hear from you guys. 646-668-2433. So that's my take on Section 31. I'm really excited about it. Um, I think they pushed a strange – why am I on Strange New Worlds? My God, I can't get that out of my brain. I'll tell you why. Because I'm sitting here and I'm looking at an autographed picture of Anson Mount as Captain Pike right here in front of me on my desk. And he's, he's my favorite captain, and I'm looking right at him. And I keep thinking, Strange New Worlds, Strange New Worlds, Strange New Worlds. Maybe I got to turn the picture around so I keep getting don't get distracted. <laughs> but at any rate, um, I think that Section Thirty One is going to be a lot better than fans are giving it credit for. I mean, Michelle Yeoh is an incredible actress. Uh, she doesn't do anything half-assed. So I'm really excited about this, and I really want to see the direction that they take the series. I'm also really excited about Star Trek. Starfleet Academy as well. And that one, I'm pretty sure, is going to take place in the 32nd century 
because they set up this whole thing with Tilly, with her cadets, Archer Station, and uh, they didn't do that for nothing. So I'm really thinking that Starfleet Academy is going to be in the future, and that way they can still have cameos with Stamets or Culber or, you know, any of the established Discovery characters as well. And who knows, maybe Giorgio could show up in Section 31. You know, who knows? But uh, I think that it's a great time to be a Star Trek fan, and it's the golden age of Star Trek for sure. We have Star Trek Prodigy. We have Lower Decks. We have Picard, which is wrapping up next week. We have news of Section 31. We have Strange New Worlds, which has been renewed for a third season as well, and um, and the final season of Discovery. So there's a lot of Star Trek coming up right now, and uh, it's just a shame. I, I really get disappointed when I go on, on our Facebook page on Trek Talking or when I, go, when I visit other pages on Facebook, and all I hear is people hating on Star Trek, and I, I, you know, I don't like this, I don't like that, I don't like Picard, uh, season uh, three is the best, Terry Metallus should be running all of Star Trek, and so on and so forth, and um, I, I just, I don't understand that at all, I really, really don't, I've been a Star Trek fan, well, my whole life, when I say that, I, I mean that, because I was born in June, and Star Trek premiered in September, uh, but I wasn't watching it in my crib. I actually started watching Star Trek, the animated series, on Saturday morning when I was a kid. And then I got into TOS much, much later. But I did catch every TNG episode and every episode of every Star Trek and every movie that came out since then, first run or at the theater. So I'm as big a Star Trek fan as anybody out there. And I love it all. Some I don't like as much as others. Um you know, I mean, we're only human. We all have our opinions, um, but it's all Star Trek, and it, it, it's all relevant for when it was produced. Writers that are writing Star Trek in 2020 are going to be influenced by events in 2020, just like people that were writing Star Trek in the 60s were influenced by what was going on in the 60s. That doesn't mean that Star Trek that was written in the 60s is, is supposed to influence everything that's written after that. No. It was written in the 60s with a 60s style, with 60s influence, just like the 70s, 80s, 90s. It's the same thing. They're all influenced by when they're produced, you know. And so people got to take that into consideration when they're looking at all these different shows. You know, nothing bugs me more than when I hear people say, it's not real Star Trek. What is real Star Trek? Please, somebody tell me what is real Star Trek, because... Maybe I'm not a real Star Trek fan if I don't I don't see the, what you're, what the gist is here. I watched them all and I think they're all good and they all have their strengths. They all have their weaknesses. They're all good, you know, for when they were made and they all have a message behind them. And the message behind it, every Star Trek is idic, infinite diversity and infinite combinations. We don't have to like someone, but we do have to respect that person. We don't have to accept them but we have to respect them. And that's what Star Trek teaches us. All of Star Trek teaches us that. That's the building block of Star Trek. It's not the way the Klingons look. It's not the uniforms. It's not the starships or the phasers or any of this window dressing. That's just icing on the cake. It's the message behind it. That's what's important. 
and that's what makes Star Trek Star Trek. And Philippa Giorgio learned that lesson, and hopefully she will bring that to us in Section 31. But I'm getting off on a little tangent here. I, I apologize. I'm, I'm very passionate about Star Trek, and uh, I just, when I start talking about it, I, I, really, I really go off and talk about it. And it's tough talking by myself. Usually I have a co-host here to bounce ideas off of and to, to share thoughts with. I'm kind of going solo right now, but that's cool. I just wanted to talk about Section 31 and how lucky all of us are to be living in this age of Star Trek right now. Not to mention all the great Star Trek books that we have and comic books. IDW is doing some great stuff with Star Trek and the comics. So we really are lucky to be in this age right now. And, you know, please don't, you know, don't sit here and say, you know, you hate, you're, you're not going to watch Starfleet Academy because you think it's going to be 90210 in space or you're not going to watch Section 31 because it's too dark and anti-Trek. You know, you're not, you, you don't like Discovery for whatever reason. Uh, you know, try to be a Star Trek fan and give everybody a chance because that's, that's what we do. We are open-minded individuals, and, you know, give, give it a chance. Don't close your mind. Don't be a gatekeeper. Open up your mind. You're, you can't learn if you don't try, and that's, that's what you need to do. Don't, don't hate on something before you see it, you know. Let's see Starfleet Academy and see what they do with it. Let's see Section 31 and see what they do with it before we start saying that we don't like it or we hate it or it's anti-Trek or it's dark Trek or any of these other things, give it a chance. Just give it a chance. They haven't let us down yet, at least not me. Um, you know, some Star Trek has been weaker than others. But the other thing that I want to point out is that Star Trek today in the world of streaming, we're only getting 10 episodes. I mean, uh, Strange New Worlds, we got a 10-episode first season. We're going to be seeing a 10-episode uh, second season, which is going to be starting on June 15th, and a 10-episode third season. So, you know, that's 30 episodes in three seasons, and that's pretty much equivalent to one season of TNG. So, you know, the seasons are a lot shorter than they were when, you know, back in the, in the 70s and the 80s. So the shows have to be structured a lot differently than they were back in the day. And we're never going to see those 26, 28-episode seasons ever again. That's gone. Those, those days are gone forever. Uh, just like the old rotary phones or people even having phones in their houses. Most people have cell phones today. They don't have rotary phones. They're eight-track tapes and stuff like that. You know, 26-season episodes are gone, and they're not coming back. They're gone forever. So 10 episodes is what we're going to get. So, you know, what can they do in 10 episodes? I hear fans complaining about this all the time. You know, we don't know anything about that character or anything about this character. We only have 10 episodes. And, you know, back in the day when they had 26 episodes, they could waste an episode on a story about Data's cat. You know, they can't do that with only 10 episodes. They have to stay on target, stay on task, tell the story that's at hand, and move on. They can't, you know, go off on these little side tangents. 
So, yes, Star Trek has changed a lot since the 60s, but it's it's basically still the same thing. It's just being told in a different way. But the underlying, you know, meaning of Star Trek is still there. Um, and, and also, I've been reading that, you know, they still want to try to make a Star Trek movie in the movie theaters as well. Whether or not that happens, I don't know. Maybe maybe Section 31, maybe they'll do like they did during COVID. Maybe Section 31 will drop on Paramount Plus, um, like HBO Max did with Wonder Woman 84, and uh, then it will show in the theaters afterwards or at the same time. I, I really don't know. Anything is possible. But I do think that this, this uh, movie of the week thing is really great. And... I do want to say that uh, thank you to some inside sources. Dun, 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 dun. Um, I do happen to have that I'm going to play for you guys right now the theme song. That's right. The opening credits theme song for Star Trek Section 31. Here it is for the premiere the first time. Give it a listen. Put her in her angel suit, she will never fail To lead her ship on future trips to save her spirit aid Saru was Starfleet through and through, but I'm sure and true The crew went all the way that day on a three-hour tour A three-hour tour Time travel was very rough, and Burnham paid the cost that day Saru saved the whole dawn crew, but discovery was lost. Discovery was lost. They splashed the ship right down, you see, in the 32nd century, with Burnham and Mr. Saru. Oh, Wushukun and Edmer, the Emperor, the Doctor and Stamets, here on Discovery. Hear my tale of discovery, a crew who's not all fine. They'll have to do the best they can to fit into this new time. Burnham and Captain Saru will do all that they can to take care of their crew, you see, and execute the plan. New races, world relationships, and new technology. Discovery was an ancient ship as primitive as in me. So turn up on each Thursday night right here on your TV. You never know what you will see here on Discovery. Well, there you have it, guys. What do you think? Are you excited? Are you looking forward to Star Trek Section 31? I know that theme song's got me pumped and, and excited, and I can't wait to see it. And, uh, yeah, so our number here is 646-668-2433. Uh, give me a call and get you on the air. I'd love to chat with, with you about Section 31, about Philippa Giorgio, about uh, Emperor Giorgio. And uh, I, I really... I, I got to say, I really liked her relationship that she had with Michael Burnham. It started it started out really rocky um, when they were sitting down eating Kelpian, and uh, she asked Michael to pick a Kelpian, and she thought she was picking one to be spared, but she was picking one to be eaten. And also, George O's relationship with Saru, and when she comes when she comes back to the Prime Universe, and uh, 
her and Saru have some really snarky um, exchanges. But after Carl sends her wherever it was he sent her for, to be tested and she passes, um, I think that her and Saru, they made their peace. I think she made her peace with everybody. I think the character really came around. And uh, I think that the that Emperor Giorgio, I think, was a lot closer to Philippa Giorgio um, by the time Carl sends her through the portal, through the Guardian of Forever, to wherever she ends up for Star Trek Section 31. That's a really great redemption arc. And I, I love the character. I, I can't say enough about her. I, she's always been my favorite character. And to have her get her own show is just great, great, great news. So I, uh, I'm looking forward to it. We'll have to wait a whole year. It's going to go under production this year. And we should see that right around the same time that we see the final season of Star Trek Discovery. Now, Star Trek Discovery was finished. And as I said, it was supposed to be airing this June, but they pushed it to next year. And they had to go back. And they said they, they had to refilm some scenes, which, which, and then with the dropping of this news, makes me wonder, you know, what, what, you know, will, will we see Giorgio actually in discovery or, or, or you know, what, you know, what, what, what are they doing? What did they have to change and refilm? So only time will tell. And please head over to our Facebook page, Trek Talking and Beyond. Um, actually, you can get there if you go to trektalking.com. You'll see the little Facebook logo in the corner. Click on that. Bring us right to your Facebook page. Uh, we review the latest episodes of Star Trek every week. We'll be talking about Star Trek Picard um, Vox next week. Actually, not next week, Thursday. And then next Thursday, we'll be talking about the finale, The Last Generation. And you can go over to our Facebook page, and you can tell us what you thought about the episode. I like to share fans' opinions on the podcast, so head over there. You can also tell us where you're listening from. And I also do fan shout-outs where we'll pick some lucky listeners. If there's a heart next to your name from yours truly, Uncle Jim, then that means you're going to be featured on a future fan shout-out. So you want to tune in on Thursday night and hear your name mentioned. So keep that in mind as well. And there's also all kinds of great information over there at Trek Talking, articles and Star Trek birthdays and pictures and things like that you can uh, check out. And uh, head over to trektalking.com as well. And you can check out all of our latest podcasts, all of our archive podcasts, we have a blog over there. There's all kinds of great articles there as well. We have a store where you can buy some cool stuff. Uh, I'm still working on that. There's only, you know, a couple items there, but I'm working on getting some Truck Talking T-shirts and coffee mugs up there as well. So stay tuned for that. It's always changing. I'm always tweaking things all the time. So check in frequently to see what's going on. And as I said at the top of the show, if you're in the area, Stop by at Trek Long Island and say hello. It's going to be a great time. Um, there hasn't been a Star Trek convention this big on this coast in, in a long time. I think uh, Creations used to do the Thanksgiving show down in New York City, and I think that would be the biggest Star Trek show, you know, here 
in this area until Truck Long Island, which is massive. Um, there's got to be 15, 20 guests that are going to be there. It's going to be a lot of fun to cram into two days. So if you're, if you're in the area, please stop by and say hello. I'd love to see you. love to meet you guys. Put some, some uh, names to some faces, uh, some faces to some voices as well. And I think that's pretty much it. I don't have anything else I want to say um, about Star Trek Section 31 other than the fact that I'm really excited. I think that um, they're doing a great job with the Star Trek universe and expanding it. You know, we have some animated shows. We have some live-action shows. Now we have some movies. Um, so I think it's great, and I think we're lucky, lucky, lucky to be living when we are now in the golden age of Star Trek. So, guys, um, I don't see any callers on my board, and so I think I'm going to say goodnight, and uh, thank you for sharing this evening with me, spending this last, uh, what is it, 45 minutes with me, listening to me talk to myself, <laughs> which um, I'm not really used to, really. I'm used to talking with a co-host, but I managed to get through it. I hope you guys enjoyed the show, and I hope that you're looking forward to Section 31 as much as I am, and, and of course, Star Trek Discovery's fifth and final season as well. Star Trek Strange New Worlds, there we are again, is going to be premiering on June 15th. We don't have a premiere date yet for um, Lower Decks, or Prodigy, but they're both going to be back at some point this year as well. So without any further ado, guys, I just want to say to everybody out there that hailing frequencies are closed. Star Trek fans are the best fans. You better believe that. Please stay safe and be good to each other. Good night, everybody. All right, then. Everybody ready? Yes, Captain. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.